This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by UBCP ACTRA, a.k.a. the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists, the national organization of professional performers working in the English language recorded media in Canada. For more information about UBCP ACTRA, visit ubcpactra.ca. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart of the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Rani Ferminger. Today, I begin my introduction with a public declaration of gratitude directed at filmmaker Bruce Sweeney, who is one of our four guests today. In his latest film, The Black Comedy She Talks to Strangers, which has its world premiere at the 2023 Whistler Film Festival, Bruce has answered some of my most fervent prayers. He's featured two of our industry's finest thespians, Camille Sullivan and Gabrielle Rose, in a wildly entertaining crime caper, thus bringing us ever closer to my dream of Camille and Gabrielle starring in a buddy cop comedy. He's served up biting commentary on Vancouver's housing crisis without depressing the hell out of me. And he's provided some justification for my addiction to true crime podcasts, namely that listening to stories about serial killers and family annihilators actually makes me a better mom. And that's not all. She Talks to Strangers is full of surprises and will get people talking, maybe even to strangers. Camille is Leslie, a single woman who works in the film department at UBC and who lives with her favorite being on the planet, an Australian shepherd named John. Leslie has a strained relationship with her mother, Stacy. That's Gabrielle, playing Camille's mom for, I think, the third time now, Birdwatcher and Kingsway, uh, with whom she has to bargain in order to take care of John. One day, after hearing some mysterious sounds coming from the basement suite, Leslie discovers that her deadbeat ex-husband Keith, that's Jeff, has moved in to, quote unquote, lie low for a while. And Jeff, kudos to Jeff, because Keith sucks. He is so unlikable, and I will never forgive him for something really bad that I won't spoil here. And yet, at the same time, I loved every moment that Jeff was on screen, even when I hated him. It's very complicated. So today, we're going to talk She Talks to Strangers with these friends of the podcast, Bruce Sweeney, Gabrielle Rose, Camille Sullivan, and Jeff Gladstone. I want to know what went on in Bruce's mind that led to She Talks to Strangers. I want to know about the magic that ensued on set. And I want to know Gabrielle's true thoughts on crime podcasts. And also she does her own stunts because holy hell, this was a highly physical role. Let's get to it. Bruce Sweeney, 
Gabrielle Rose, Kendall Sullivan, Jeff Gladstone, team She Talks to Strangers. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Andrea. Yeah, so Great happy. Production. <laughs> oh, I, Jeff, I, I, I hated you. I just hated you. And when I thought that I would hate, like I hated you the most I could hate you, then I hated you more. But well, that's a me thing. That's not a you thing. But I want to start with Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> okay. okay. How, how, how did we get here? What were the inspirations for She Talks to Strangers? Well, if I want to go back, we had a project, all of us, uh, that was kind of um, kiboshed by the pandemic. And so then I wrote another script and I wanted to write a project for Gabe and Camille, a mother-daughter project. I wanted something that I knew they'd crush and they did just that. So that's sort of how it started. I guess I worked backwards. I get a theme I want and then the story fits that theme. And I've always kind of you know, written like that. And I think this one, the theme of STTS is the nature and fragility of the parent-child bond, which I feel holds up. Do you feel that holds up? Oh, yeah, I think so. What about you, actors? What do you think? Definitely. <laughs> when the, when the, the tough gets going, the tough really gets going, or <laughs> the going gets tough, or whatever that yeah. phrase is. When the going gets tough, call your mother. Yeah, when the going gets tough, really. <laughs> call your mother and make certain she has biceps <laughs> and and cleaning fluid. I you know I remember watching Kingsway and like right towards the end of the film, just kind of being sad that it was almost over because I wanted to see everybody keep playing together on screen like Bruce was that something also you had in mind that you wanted to like bring the bring the team back again you know keep seeing what else that they can do oh yeah definitely I just like to you know if I work with people like Gabe or Camille or Jeff I know what I'm gonna get and I think you know when you're directing a movie it's a lot of anxiety I have certain anxiety things and I want to get it right and so you've got a lot of pressure um, on the day to get your day and to, you know, get the movie. And uh, just that I can have someone that I can count on. It makes makes my job a lot easier. And I felt that all the actors were so committed and gave themselves so selflessly to this project, um, really heartened through and through for that. So Gabrielle, Camille, Jeff. What what made you say yes to? I think Bruce called it STTS. That's the shorthand. What was your first reaction to Bruce's pitch here? Well, I've never said no to Bruce. <laughs> I really I really like his writing and his ideas. Let's stick stick to talking about the film, Gabrielle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Getting my direction. <laughs> yeah, same for me. The script was great. The the dialogue is so great. Um, Bruce writes great, strong female characters. And I really wanted to work with uh, Gabrielle and Jeff again because it was so much fun the first time or the second time with Gabrielle. And uh, yeah, it's just the scenes are so well written and they're so fun to so fun to say. Jump in there too. I, you know, to be honest, uh, when I read some of the early stuff, as, as you know, Sabrina, having seen the film, I was a little worried. <laughs> I was like, oh, Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, but once I saw the whole thing 
together and the whole how the whole story played out i i had the feeling exactly what you're saying which is like i think we need to just hate this guy he's like an infestation who commits i'm not going to spoil it here but he commits one of the worst sins a human can commit especially in film and i and it's very bad like what like was there ever a moment though where you're like oh fuck it i'm just gonna have have fun with this well i mean i would say i i just appreciate working with camille so much on 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 that you know like i don't know how it would have played out with any other actor like camille's just such a pro and i just felt like we were taking care of each other you know and and uh she really gave me the permission to just like you know let's see what we can do with this and Thanks. yeah and also just the, <laughs> we had such a great team too like behind the camera callum middleton who was our dop it was great having like uh, a young uh female dop like really talented behind the camera and we really knew that like yeah, it was just really felt really supported in that way, too. You know, all of these characters, even even those who don't like each other, have incredible chemistry. And that, that we also saw that in Kingsway. And it's definitely we see that here. Bruce, as a director, like what do you as the director do to kind of like foster and encourage that chemistry? Well, I think like if I was to say, you know, for Camille, Camille's character, I didn't as much direct her as just unleash her. <laughs> you know, just uh just, you know, let the lead cat eat, you know, just you know, I there I there wasn't a lot of um like she got to a point where I just thought, oh, this is perfect. This is gonna work. So as soon as you get to that zone where you just trust the instinct of the actor and everything's going your way and uh, and trust me if it's not going my way uh i really you know will change it up or try something else or 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 mix it up or you know come in with different beats whatever i'll do what it takes but i just felt that i mean the story is pretty simple it's just like what i felt was interesting about leslie as a character is here's a character who is doing has been doing the same job for 15 years and could do it in her sleep. She's not challenged. She's not dating. And if she is dating, it's underwhelming. You know, I get the sense for her that she's totally emotionally, psychologically stuck and in a rut, right? And all her affection goes to her dog, right? <laughs> her dog sleeps with her. I mean, dog sleeps on the bed. That's what I'm saying there. But you know, for her, it's like, as soon as the ex shows up, it's just like, her life is jolted into some kind of um she gets a jolt she gets jolted back into her life she gets another purpose and i feel that as soon as jeff comes on the screen there as soon as, as he shows up it's like boom it's ignition it's story on and i think i wanted a sense of propulsion uh from uh leslie camille's character and i felt i really got that and i felt you know, to to jolt her back into her life. And, you know, at times she's uh, challenging herself. At times she's holding on. Uh, at times she's charting uncharted territory, really. And uh, I felt it was just, um, you know, I was happy to be along for the ride. 
some of my the most heart pounding moments for me as a viewer watching this film uh, involved Gabrielle. And uh, I, I said in my intro that I think this was the most physical Gabrielle Rose performance I have ever seen. Gabrielle, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, um, performing your stunts, like the, the joys and the challenges of that? Because I had so much fun watching you. I'm like, this is this is what I want to see. This is what I want to see from Gabrielle Rose. Well, I made Jeff go on a really serious diet before I agreed to do the the, the stunts, just to let you know. So he, he he was intermittent fasting for at least a week before we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was weird was I just had like cataract surgery in the middle of shooting the film. Like I took four days off in the middle of the film to get some cataract surgery done. And I wasn't really supposed to do those things, but then... When it came to doing those things, uh, push comes to shove, I forgot about the surgery and just carried on. And luckily, it all worked out in the end. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a fairly strong woman, so um, normally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And do you, in your in in your personal life, your your off camera life, do you, Gabrielle, listen to true crime podcasts you at know, all? Not a lot, I have to say, but every so often I'll get caught by one of those documentaries that's a true crime documentary and I'll, I'll, I'll be transfixed by it. So I completely understand why people do become addicted to true true crime stuff. So I, I related to her, but I wasn't, I'm not like her. I am, I mean, frankly, I am personally addicted to them. And sometimes my, my family will walk into the room and they'll be like, some description of you know you know dismemberment and they would be like why are you listening to this and i have no i've had no reply until now you know so now i'll be like well it's just preparing me for situations with lots of stress yes it's research it's making me a better a better parent (laughs) camille you're the one who planted that buddy cop comedy dream in my mind several interviews ago um, that you at some point wanted to do some kind of like crime caper with Gabrielle Rose. And like, we definitely got to see that, you know, something of that. But, you know, tell tell us, though, for you, like, what was something that you got to do in your ongoing collaboration with Gabrielle that that you hadn't had the chance to do before, but you got to do it on this film? Um. Boy, that we hadn't done before. I'm not sure because I feel like we've done so much. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, I mean, I really liked in this one how we did become kind of co-conspirators without giving it away and how the relationship changes in that way. And I become very reliant on her and and start to appreciate her as my mother in a new light and see the strong and capable person that she is. Um, so I love doing that. And the thing I love about working with Gabrielle is like, on the fly if things change it's right in there and we figure it out and like run it and do it and they'd be like okay here we go so it really feels like the two of us are jumping off a cliff together and so that's always a super fun way to work and i no, i don't want to i was gonna say i did get mushroom on her pant but i was any more than that (laughs) how i projectiled mushroom onto her pant (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if I see more than that, it's kind of a giveaway. <laughs> Cream of mushroom. Oh, <laughs> that's even worse. Bruce, one of the things that I, I love about this film and that I loved about Kingsway is that it's like 
unapologetically and explicitly a Vancouver film. You know, a lot of other a lot of other projects, they will, t- you know, tell a story here, but then it's, you know, Vancouver is just it's a generic, nonspecific, uh, you know, North American setting. What? Why do you choose to to set your films in Vancouver to make Vancouver a character in this way? Well, I guess uh, historically, not so much now, maybe, but back in the '90s, it was like Vancouver was always Seattle, right? So, so they they shoot in Vancouver, but it's Seattle, and even productions in Canada were saying it's Seattle too, right? So, I felt I got quite opinionated that you know we have our own industry, we have our own filmmakers. We have to be site specific and we have to work where we are, embrace where we are, shoot where we are. And as you say, be unapologetic and which I've always been. And I've always been kind of a loudmouth about shooting in Vancouver and Vancouver standing for Vancouver. Um, I would love for each of you to tell me about your most memorable or favorite. I know those can be different things, but your most memorable day on set. When you think about the process of of making this film, what comes to what comes to mind? I'm going to start with you, Jeff, because your character brought up the most like visceral reaction in me. <laughs> I'm flattered. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, honest, I mean, the first thing that jumps to mind, I got to say, is what you were just talking about, where where Gabe's character is. um uh, engaging in some major physical activity. And I just, uh, hearing us talk about it, it's just bringing me back to watching Gabe do that scene. And we were all just standing around the monitor, like just just dying, like just I trying not to make any sound, but I just remember us all just like completely dying um, <laughs> watching that. So that, that was a, that was just uh a hilarious and and very memorable moment for sure. What about you, Gabrielle? Oh well, for sure the f- aforementioned mushroom scene. <laughs> uh, it it was actually like I, it just was one of those scenes that kind of gelled <laughs> to use to coin a phrase. Um, but yeah, working with Camille is always a joy, absolute joy. She's a phenomenal actress and she had huge tracts of dialogue that she had to spew out in this <laughs> visceral fashion. And um, in, the, in that particular scene, she was really brilliant. It was just a joy to work with her on it. Now, that for me was a real standout. I mean, all obviously the physicality stuff was so much fun and hilarious, et cetera. And then there's the scene with Jeff when he was um when he was got the idea to take the dog. That was another standout scene for me. Yeah. What about you, Camille? Um, you know, a bunch of times it all kind of blurs together for me, but the the mushroom scene was a was a favorite of mine as well. Uh because it was fun and uh, fast and, you you know, quick on your feet, which is always, you know, with a little bit of element of risk involved because you're not sure how it's going to go. Uh, so that was great as well. I love doing the scene at the, um, we go see a lawyer and I just oh. have it. And that's one of my favorite, favorite things. And I loved so much the writing in that scene. So that was also a really fun day. And what about for you, Bruce? What was your when you think about this film, the making in this film, what was what was a memorable day for you? 
Well, how much can we go into like a spoiler alert situation? Because there was one scene with Gabe's character uh, involving a freezer. Well, then you know what else? I'll tell my listeners, if you don't want any uh, severe spoilers, forward ahead, hit that forward button ahead like 90 seconds and you, you will not be you will not be spoiled. Okay, they're gone, Bruce. Okay, good. I, I think well, the one a couple, but one in particular was when um, Gabe's character stuffed him into the freezer, mm-hmm. and um, just that whole scene, how it was done. I mean, uh, Dave Pelche, our our well producer, but uh, father of our uh, DOP Callum, said, "Oh, we have we tipped the freezer over, and that seemed like a great idea. Just the way she rolled him in, we were all crowded around." the monitor and we felt oh is it going to stop is it not going to stop because we're not in the same room with her we're watching them on the monitor and then Gabe kept going and trying to stuff him in and we were like losing our minds watching it just losing our minds and I just felt I felt all a tingle right I just felt all a tingle and that was um, really quite uh, um, just an amazing monstrous moment and I felt so great the other one was um I guess the masturbatory scene, um, I just felt um, that as a director, you know, you have some scenes and Rafi Spivak, our editor, once he got the scene, said, oh, this is a scene I can I can base a movie around. Right. Mm. You as a director, I felt, wow, I felt it really came together. Jeff was off the charts. Camille was in the zone. The whole thing was, and we had an intimacy coordinator who was fantastic too. The whole thing played out. And I had a lot of hesitation and worry and anxiety about how it was going to play out that scene. But I just felt um, watching the monitor and watching it, I just felt this is perfect because we want to get this sense that makes the backstory present but not in a way that just overshadows the whole movie it's just like i don't like uh cutting to backstory moments that's just not the way i roll but we get the sense that 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 this guy has been that guy to that woman and we know through and through that you know she's got a pretty big task on her hands to try to you know get her life back and and uh you know keep her house keep it together everything like that so i'd say i'd say those two scenes bruce at you know the film is having its premiere at canada's coolest film festival that is what they that is what they call themselves and they're right it absolutely is what kind of reactions are you most looking forward to or like what kind of conversations would you like to overhear in 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 the lobby after the screening oh i would like to hear uh things like wow i loved it and uh, all positive things that's what i'd like to hear i don't want to hear indifference personally that's what i don't want but I feel like uh, when the film comes out and premieres and whatever, I feel every moment is a kind of living hell. <laughs> it's it's a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. While the film is playing kind of thing, like uh, waiting for that reaction or whatever is just a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to have brought up that very tra- traumatizing thing for you. Um, have you already, Bruce? I'm, I'm assuming. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that 
you might have already started thinking about scenarios in which you want to put these actors? Like, are you, you have anything that you're working on right now where in the future we will be able to see Jeff and Camille and Gabrielle playing together again on screen? Well, uh, I'm writing something else right now. And uh, of course, I'll come back with the usual suspects. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Um, I, I will let listeners know I've been able to see everybody's face except for Bruce. So he's been very much the man of mystery during this this Zoom conversation. Um, can you you let us know uh, where our fans can find you, follow you, celebrate you on social media, on website, or but not in real life because that's creepy. Sure, sure thing. Yeah, the um, we have an Instagram and a Twitter and Facebook for the film. Uh, Instagram is she talks to strangers film, and Twitter is she talks to. Um, and then myself, I'm uh, Jeff Gladstone on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I will say that Jeff's a lot nicer in in real life than uh, he is in She Talks to Strangers. Thank he you. is not Keith. Jeff is not Thank Keith. <laughs> I'm just even trying to reassure myself there because. <laughs> okay, and Camille, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter at Camille Sully. And on Instagram at Sullivan.Camille. Sullivan.Camille. And sometimes there's cat content there, guys. So Sometimes there's cat content. Yeah. Not enough cat content, Camille. There's got to be some more. Oh, I have thousands of pictures on my phone. It's not <laughs> taking pictures. Got to post some. Got to post some. Best kind of content. And you, Gabrielle, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I'm not quite sure. I I I am on Instagram. Uh, it's like something like Gabrielle and then a bunch of numbers like nine five six four or something. But I can't quite remember. I'd have to switch over here. And uh, and then I think Twitter it's Gabrielle seventy nine. Okay. Um. And I will pop whatever those numbers are and all every every link that anybody's saying. I will put them in the footnotes for this episode. And what about you, Bruce? Do you do the social media? Uh, I don't, uh, but there is social media for the film, and I think people can follow the directions that Jeff laid out, Ari, that. Oh, and wow, Jeff has now used the messaging feature of Zoom to say that it's Gabrielle Rose 9456. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. And I was almost right. <laughs> You're very close. <laughs> Bunch of <You're>... numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and listeners, She Talks to Strangers is screening up at Canada's Coolest Film Festival, Whistler Film Festival. And for screening times and tickets and all the details, you can visit whistlerfilmfestival.com. Thank you all for joining me today. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you for joining us. Uh, Why Your Screen Scene Podcast is hosted and executive produced by me. Sabrina Rani Mera Ferminger and oh here come the Fermingers it's edited by Simon Ferminger special thanks to Mariana Ferminger for recording our Patreon ad and to Paul Ferminger for technical support Wavier Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment you can find us at wavierscreenscene.com follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Wavier Screen Scene and at Sabrina Arf. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene and cut. Hey, filmmakers. Did you know that you can hire top quality, experienced, and professional actors for your films? 
If you're producing a student film for course credits, working on a web series, a short or a feature film, you can afford to have some of the best talent in the business in your production. How, you ask? Well, UBCP Actor has an ultra-low budget program, which offers a range of options that cover everything from student films to productions with a $300,000 budget. There is a ULB program that will meet your needs, regardless of your budget. To learn more, visit ubcpactor.ca and look for ultra-low budget programs or email ulbprogram at ubcpactra.ca. Now is the time to jumpstart your dream for the screen.